0: Rianda, it's calling. You not okay. gonna answer the phone? Oh my god. Hey, father.
1: How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, <clears throat> thanks, Clara. I'm doing well. Uh, just a bit hungry. So, what story are we getting into today? Okay, I'll let them know. Call back later. <laughs> you guys this week we're talking about not a story okay welcome to another episode of bible stories with me brianda brianda and per the title of this week's episode we're actually gonna be doing a little bible babe q a wow i like the way that sounded um, I hope you guys like it. Sorry for those who saw me chewing McDonald's French fries. Um, Clara, say hello to
0: the people while I eat. <laughs> How are you doing, mama? Yes, you're hungry. <gasps> it's been a rough day.
1: <laughs> no. Clara, talk to the people about what you did this weekend
0: while I clean up. Well, hi, people. <laughs> 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 the people are like, what is going on over there? I don't know. What did I do? I don't remember really. Um, just here and there, chill, hang out with friends. Oh, okay. Is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> I guess we're lying. <laughs>
1: fine. I guess we're lying. Okay, fine. Wait, should I move over here? Yeah. Um. All right, fine. If you're going to be mom, I won't because that's what I do. Lord. Um, We'll get back to you, honey. You're not off the hook. Okay. Um, You guys, welcome to another week. As you can see, I'm still wearing the eyelashes. My hair is not done. I'm on day five hair. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, sweatpants.
0: You look Uh, great, though. I I wish I looked like that on my day five, (laughs) honestly.
1: uh, I mean, I still feel good. I still look, I feel like I look good, too. I I don't feel like, I was telling you, I was like, okay, Clara, before I got in, I told Clara not to, like, be concerned because you know the whole uh medium ma- mm-hmm. it's mania <laughs> like she gets a little concerned and I was like baby girl you gonna see me looking very different please don't be concerned I feel great
0: <laughs> <laughs> well not that I feel great but you literally were like I left my hair halfway through I'm okay
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm okay I'm okay like I had a cute outfit planned for today but I did not want to style my hair like it takes me like an hour and a half to style my hair for those like elaborate, wow. some of the more elaborate Bible stories hair looks. Wow, like hair takes me
0: longer than makeup. I and mean, I hair is like- tedious though, especially curly hair. <laughs> we'll yeah,
1: um, but also just I've been I I did have a rather exhausting weekend. Not like I I did anything. Like I was definitely horizontal for most of it. It was just. You need it.
0: Like, you were recovering, which was very much needed.
1: Right. So I just shot the, the short film. It was Which I want to know all it about it. like, 13,
0: 14-hour days. It was really no. cool. It was cool. Yeah, let me give a little br- brief. Let me break, break yeah, it down. Yeah, because I've been asking, and just so you guys know, I've been asking. She's like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you on the yeah. mic. And I'm, like, waiting to know. Jeez. So, I I don't know. I, Okay. It was my first time
1: leading anything ever. Mm. Like the last time I led anything or was a a part of a lead was like when I was 15 and I was lethal in the Sound of Music, Salem Little Theater. (laughs) I am 16, going on 17. (laughs) I know that I'm naive. You know, (laughs) like, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've done things, but I haven't been the lead in something. So that was pretty, I think that was like a little bit heavier.
0: Cool. But I, I don't
1: mind that. I don't know. Okay, here it is. It was like grieving the fact that oh, it's over now. Mm. I think that was during a the bit weekend. Of it. Yeah, like ugh, oh, now the next week I got to go back to my three freaking side jobs just to like make a comfortable some kind of living to be in New York. You know, mm. it felt kind of like oh, that was a fun
0: little break. But mm-hmm. now it's and boost, and now the boost is over. It's like ugh. but dramatic. It was just like a
1: steep like.
0: So, what was your uh, days like?
1: Um, so I'd get in, uh, I don't know, hair, makeup. Um, it was an indie shoot, which I love. I love indie sets. Um, I would listen to the music that the character would probably listen to. I was listening to a lot of it. Like I would tailor make the, you guys know how I feel about playlists. I definitely am a music audio sensitive person. So like, we'd get a rundown on the call sheet about what we were going to shoot that Mm. day. So I would like try and like get in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I definitely felt like a really horrible, terrible actress for like three of the scenes. And it's not that I believe I am a terrible actor. It's just that I don't do it enough to feel confident. Mm. Like you could put me in front of any mic podcasting and I really do feel like I'm the ish that and that and and that sounds really arrogant and mm. lord forgive me it's more coming from a place of i've put so many hours in
0: yeah especially
1: like, now doing a a bible, a bible podcast yeah. where i get to talk about the word and glorify the lord too so i'm even more confident in that hmm. you know uh i i there's there's a different kind of ease which i like to work in creatively mm-hmm. and that wasn't there uh it's yeah you know it's it'd be like a ballerina who like is hasn't been dancing or practicing for a year Right. And then she tries to go back. It's like, "Hold on now.
0: You need a little bit of um, rodaje, need, like y- yes, rehearsal or yeah, like warming up the engine,
1: yeah. So I felt like there was a little bit of that. And um, yeah. So it's like overall. Oh my gosh, the listeners like, how was it? It was great. It was awesome. The movie premieres in L.A. in June. Woo! So So we're going to L.A. Baby. Yes. Yes. So that'd be fun. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I have a feeling I'm not gonna like some of the stuff, but I'm also pretty critical over myself, anyways. I hate looking at myself.
0: And you have to remember, it's not your movie. So even if you don't like it, it's right. Mm, the, the director has to like it. Right. So. It does
1: make me want to produce my own stuff, though. Mm. It makes me want to... And I have so many films that I could make into shorts if I wanted. That's dope. And it makes me want... And seeing it all, I'm like, I could do this. I could definitely do this. It'd be a heck of a lot of work. It would be a lot of work. But it makes me want to... I'm definitely like a director. I'm so... I releasing control is very hard for me. And you were right. Yes, yes, Clara, you are right. That episode <laughs> where you said that I was going to struggle with that. Yes. Um, but it definitely makes me want to make my own stuff. I want to I produce my own films.
0: Do you think maybe your And I don't have to act
1: in them. Like, I want to direct them.
0: I was going to say, do you think maybe your path through acting was more of a preparation? Like, not so much what you were meant to be doing, but more... Like a preparation to be a better director one day? No, no. I'm an actor. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: I actually... No, 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 no. Um, I actually uh, had more of a kinship with the camera. So sure. the person on camera, the director okay. of photography, I was more in... I felt more of a kinship with, like, understanding the lighting and that... I, I was... Yeah, I liked him. I was more interested in him. Uh Directing would be something I would do to execute a certain, what I want my movie to look like. That's pretty cool wow. to produce and direct something. But no, I like acting as this way of telling stories. I like manipulating my behaviors because I know I can do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Imagine being, imagine knowing you can do something and just not having, not doing it. Yeah, That's yeah. annoying. It's like, do
0: it. You know you have the capability. Yeah. And-
1: Yes, but I love writing more. I do like writing more than I do acting. Or mm. no, I like them both. I don't know, you guys. If you're confused, I am too. I love them all. I, I love it all. But I, mean, I love writing. I'm just not as strong. I'm not that good of a writer. I don't think yet.
0: Right. So tell us more. Like I want to know. You know, I I'm assuming most of our listeners like because this is is not. Uh, Every person's environment, right? Like the, these, we've lost acting. half the listeners.
1: They're like, okay, we're not listening
0: to that No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a world that is unknown to most of us, right? And also, add the layer to me that I come from Spain. So, in Spain, the chances of knowing someone that is into acting are very minimal. And if someone acts, it's probably in a small theater in their neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. that's it. So, I want to know what was like. Was it really like you see in the movies, like? Action, and then cut, Clara, and then action. this was a For short feed.
1: film. Oh, my God, no. I've been on those sets before.
0: I want to know. the, the one I from- told you. I wanted to, like, I legit oh told Brianda. I wanted to be there like that. Just like a waitress. I don't care. Whatever it is, just in a corner. Mama, to see I'll tell you
1: something right now. I, last week's shoot was not that. What you're explaining, I have, I have been on those sets and it's not what you think. It's okay. very mechanical, very planned and very, um, like,
0: I, I, so there's no chaos. Cause I imagine chaos I on think, everyone I, burning.
1: I guess it depends on the set, but you try and avoid chaos, but you know, there are so, there are so many, like there's so many unpredictable elements. Mm. So I'm sure that there, you have to work with what you got. That's also the the magic of show business, the magic of Mm. filmmaking or TV making. It's like, you have to roll with the punches and it's so collaborative. Like, I don't know if, if if, like, if if the boom mic is in a shot, cut, like reset. You have to reset because the boom is, not it's like so, but it's so collaborative in that, you know, everyone's name, they have to see you be vulnerable. So of course you want to know what the sound guy robs family's like, like it makes you feel, but it's a family. Half the reason why I love being an actor is because I get to be on set with other people who love movies, mm. who love film. Mm. Like you, like during breaks, we get to talk about film. That's, that's really cool and exciting to be around other people who appreciate storytelling in that way. Uh, but no, it's not always chaotic. It's not, I don't what know. was your I haven't been on favorite sets. part of it? And what's the least favorite part of all of oh it? Oh, gosh. Okay, Clara, this is the last question. No one cares. No one cares. Okay, my well, favorite. Well, fast
0: forward if you don't care. I care. Okay, okay, fine.
1: My favorite part, I mean, I could talk about it. You're my friend. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you and I miss you. Um, my favorite part was uh, being able to uh, tap into a new role. Hmm.
0: that's my favorite A new character or a new like being a main no
1: well in my case any role <laughs> like yeah. being able to uh, uh create a story that maybe you don't see but i had to prepare mm-hmm. that 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 work is what this is all about like i like doing that it's like investigative like preparing
0: it's, the character
1: yeah and like I said, okay. you, you may not even see it, but I know that I did it. And those kind of discoveries are exciting. Mm. Like when I read the text, when I'm reading the Bible and like I find like a, something illuminates, the Holy Spirit illuminates something in me. See, that happens with character work. Or when you're reading a, when you're reading a good book or a good play, mm. that's my favorite part. It was like discover. Oh no, working with my mom in the movie, who's the my co-star. Oh, the, my mom, your fake mom, I'm who like, looked wait, just she was like my time? mom. Really? You guys, uh, we're not editing as much, yeah. but like put okay, put a photo of my my actually no, put a photo of my aunt. And also my aunt in the movie. She actually wasn't my mom in the movie, pero era como mi, como mi tía, mamá, mamá tía. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But she looks just like my aunt. Wow. Yes, so que es hermana de mi mamá, obviamente, yeah. but she's a little bit younger. Anywho, so that was really cool, was uh, being able to discover these moments with another actor who is so immersed in that. Mm-hmm. That's the best. That's the best. And, not un- and totally not knowing what she's going to do. Uh, but again oh you guys I know here's the thing about like tv and film is that y'all don't know this but we have to try and make the scene fresh at every take you know like we some scenes were three takes some scenes were like 10 takes whether again like the something was rough or whatever we had to Cut for something Mm. or there was a sound issue, the AC was on, I was not doing something that the director wanted, but to do it over and over and over again. So we are constantly having to reignite ourselves. Not just me sola. Alone with, I have to do this with someone else, Mm. and each time you get to rediscover like a new angle. Oh, wow! Plus, also getting notes because the director will sometimes give notes. Mm. So now I have to think, now I have to do the same thing, but less hands or Mm. do the same thing, but less this. Oh, that sounds stressful, but that's the job. That's the job, and I wish I can't wait to do more of it so that I can like, I can flex that muscle because right now I feel okay. I feel like you're warmed up. Yeah, I feel like it's a nice warm-up, but now I'm like, ugh, I want to get back in a play now. Now I want to – actually working with my co-star, Ileana Gubert, who's an amazing – she's phenomenal. I would like to do more theater. Like, I don't care about anything else. Like, I'm going to produce my own stuff, and I know I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. So I might as well just – like do just play i want to be able to play anyways whatever no one cares that's the end of brianda acting hopefully oh my god could you imagine an episode in the future where like i get to be on set for real for real oh my god i could cry
0: looking back at this like, oh, i do I always wishing that'd be nice
1: i don't know why i feel like it's
0: gonna happen call me crazy i don't know crazy i can't man.
1: wait and then we can cut this clip hi food where's my where's my camera
0: Right there in the middle. Come here to me.
1: Hi, future Brianda. You did it, bitch. You did it. <laughs> Can you? You're broke right now, but have fun with all that you have. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. Okay. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Oh. Uh, uh, um. Clara. Mm. You guys. Is my camera still here?
0: No, but I'll change it. Back you here. guys. <laughs>
1: Clara surprised me.
0: Oh, you're silly. Come on. Clara surprised me because she loves me. So she cares about
1: me even though she won't admit it. <laughs> she loves me. <laughs> so because I had like post shoot blues, Clara surprised me. She sends me the most cryptic texts ever. It was actually very, very scary. <laughs> Let me get this. Let me get this text just so I, just so I make sure that I don't leave any details out. We can because, pull it up on the screen, but put it here, Clara, because I was like, but for my audio listeners, we're gonna tell you what it was. Okay. Wow, this feels really, really chill. hee, he, he, I like this, guys. <laughs> I should wear a sweatshirt more often. Um, Clara sends me this. It's eleven forty eight on a Saturday, the day after uh, we finished shooting. So I'm like. Peak depressed. I'm sad. I'm like, I don't know when my next role is going to be. I have to move out of my apartment. Like, my landlord raised my rent $500. I'm sad. Clara knows all this. And Clara texts me. Okay, so I did something. (laughs) She waits one minute. (laughs) That requires action on your end. (laughs) Y'all, I literally said, oh, what? oh, no. Oh, no, my girl's pregnant. Now I'm going to have to go pray on her. I'm going to have to go tell her, no, you don't have to do it. Just don't have to. I literally went, Lord,
0: not today.
1: I can only take but so much. And then I go, I go, I'm scared. Go on, Clarica. Clara goes, you have to go here at 5 p.m. She sends me the Google Maps to someplace and take the massage I booked for you. Panda. Please tell Explain me what Panda is. Because uh, I
0: don't know what Panda is. Uh,
1: pa- okay, well, I, two things like the song Panda
0: or. Uh, it's our word. Inv- like Panda is no discussion. I
1: thought our safety word
0: was cantaloupe. What?
1: Cantaloupe? You know what? Maybe uh, I right. don't know. Oh, it was panda. It's panda. My, like... <laughs> My
0: panda bad. Panda equals
1: no discussion. Like, oh, okay, good. Well, it's good to know. That's our safety word. Mm. Um, I thought you went like panda, panda, panda. No. <laughs> or Ian, the Master Investor. Um, and then then she says, please tell me you are available at that time. Lol. It's a. And I quote, I love you and you deserve it and your body needs it. Don't fight me on it. Gift. I'm sorry, y'all. But is she not the kindest, sweetest, special, unique, one of a kind? So I'm never gonna lose you. If I ever mess up with us, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make it right. Because, oh, we have it on camera, y'all. Because I know <laughs> regret that. Because I know that a life without you is way more sucky. Stop! I am telling you, a a life without Clara is way more drab, less exciting. You're so, you're the best, you're the best person. And I'm so fortunate to know someone like you. Oh,
0: mama, stop it. No, you were just tired and I love a massage. So I was like, what would I want to do in that situation? I was like, oh, shoot, massage, damn right. And that's something that I can, oh yeah, let me zoom on that.
1: It was a little stale, but it's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it was really, really sweet.
1: Like, this is... You've been the... I mean, aside from the Bible Babes, shout out to all the Patreons, the new patrons. you guys. Patreon, please join. You guys, I love you so much, especially those on the Discord and on the group chat. Um, I Between the Bible Babes and you, like, that's it. I'm set. Like, I don't need any... Like, I don't really don't need anything else. If I had... If I just had enough to, like... Pay my rent, make sure me and my cat are okay, and like I'm okay. That's it. It's been it's been a dope weekend of that. Oh, that's good. And she got me aromatherapy, y'all. I was getting high off the fumes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is <laughs> "What is this eucalyptus? Yeah, really what is this?" Yeah, what what scent did you get? Um, I didn't really have a
0: choice. Oh. Okay. but it's
1: okay. I like, I, I'm learning to submit, you know what I'm saying? Please. <laughs> um, I just, there was a lot of citrus. That was really nice. Eucalyptus. Mm, yeah. It's very, very, and I just like prayed the whole time. It was beautiful. Clara, like you really did nail it. That was like, you, you really, it. my work wife. And on my birthday, Clara took me out to a movie dinner and oh, a yeah. movie. We, you had guys. A date, we had a date. It was, I'm sorry. Like what? We're like, bestest bestest of friends, is, friends is, <laughs> we're not friends we really are. We are like you know you see so many podcasters that like aren't friends and I'm like how could you do that
0: Ugh, I could never
1: I could never I don't know I I, <laughs> I like literally what I, I don't know if you've lost stuff you or if you don't have anything you know what it's like you're not scared mm. like you're not scared of losing something anyways what I'm saying that's not a no, there's no uh, indirects there, okay? <laughs> no indirects there. Don't look into it. I'm just saying I get to work with my best friend, and that's really <laughs> tight, okay? Because you know how the internet be like, Ugh. Inspector Gadget, like, mm. shut up. Sh- enough. If people on the internet really be speculating. Anywho, um, thank you, Claire. You're the bestest. And uh, this week, like I said, it's going to be a Q&A. So if you are here for Bible stories, check back in next week. Um, we've it, we we need this day. Mm-hmm. T- this day reminds me of a substitute teacher day, <laughs> who comes in with a TV rolling it in on the cart,
0: the McDonald's nuggets, and the yeah, and the with the, with the what, do so, substitute the-
1: teachers bring fast food? I don't know, but you do. Okay, well, we're gonna watch Finding Nemo. Kids, <laughs> put the books away. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, but we do have uh, qu- uh, questions that uh, the Bible Babe community brought in. Do you want to answer, Clara? Yeah, sure. Let's kick it. So I thought it's only fair and right to answer Patreon questions first. Yes. Because they are – patrons, and we talk to them the most. I know them the most. They're literally making this happen. Exactly. They're, they just, it just is what it is. And I love them. Love you, David, Delisha, Jordan, um, Helen. Love you, Helen. (laughs) Um, uh, Hova, everybody over there. I love you guys. Um, Valundi, I love her. Okay, so let's dive into some patron questions. Let's go. So for La del Medio. No la planta. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also give them a little bit of the behind the scenes. This is how Clara and I talk to each other yep. when uh you guys aren't watching. Okay. So we've got our first question. Uh, how do you remain faithful while being single? How do <laughs> I remain faithful? Faithful while being single. And obviously- I never
0: knew that had it goes tied with being in a relationship uh with the lord yeah but I'm I'm like being single doesn't affect on on your or i don't know i don't well, see how that can affect um i don't know if anything i would think it'll make it easier because you don't have to like you don't have another input so you just do it your way and you have extra time for that to dedicate to it. No?
1: Delisha, it was Delisha. How do you remain faithful? Let us know in the comments if you want to expand on that, what you meant by that. But how do you remain faithful? I, I think I understand though, because intuitively I knew, but now you're making me doubt. Okay, <laughs> no. what, what, what did you get? So intuitively, I felt like what she was saying was, how do I, um, as a single person who wants to be in a relationship one day, how do I, you know, keep the faith alive, how do I remain optimistic and hopeful for
0: mm. uh, this to happen? Yeah,
1: yeah, of course, uh, guided by the Lord, right? How do you keep that faith when I know if I didn't have those boundaries, I could have a boyfriend yesterday?
0: Right. And that's, again, wow, I sound really arrogant. I and mean, it's not, I don't mean it from an arrogant place. That doesn't sound arrogant. Like if I, It's if, less layers. It doesn't sound arrogant at okay. all. Okay. I didn't get it like that Okay, cool. All. I'm getting It's mad. like less layers that, you know, less boxes to check. If right. You know what I mean? So of right. course it's gonna be easier to find someone.
1: Yeah. So I think that's what she's saying. And how do I remain faithful staying in my word? Like even when it gets hard, actually when it's hard, when it's the hardest, when I'm like, mm, I don't really wanna do it. I don't wanna pray before this meal. I don't I don't wanna watch this sermon. I don't wanna like that's when I that's my my alarm system goes off. Hmm. Is like, oh, that actually means that you should be doing it the, like is she with, single? With vigor. Delicia, hmm. I'm not too sure, but maybe that's why she asked. You never know.
0: Maybe you that's know? what she's struggling with.
1: Hmm. Uh prayers up, prayers up. And also, believe it or not, speaking to my other friends who are of fa- um, who are in a couple, who are a couple and they are of faith, that also helps me. Like it it gives me hope. And it gives me something to strive for. Hmm. I like it, I quite like it. Um, so that's, that, I hope that, that answered a little bit of your question, me imagino maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is a good one. How to forgive and set boundaries. And then uh, Vanessa Mercado, hey Vanessa. Mm. How to forgive and set boundaries with family. Oof.
0: Oh man. That's a tough one, but a good one.
1: Why can't you ask us like, "What's our favorite candy?" or something? <laughs> like, well, off the top, these are hard. <laughs> I'm regretting this Q and A. No, okay, okay. Wait, ooh, I will. I do want to share something. There's something that I read. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll t- touch on forgiveness in a second, but the boundary setting. Mm. And then please chime in, Clara, too. And I ran past this TikTok of someone saying that oftentimes you hear people discuss boundaries and when they exemplify boundary setting, they'll say things like, uh, "Mm, don't speak to me in this way. Don't raise your voice at me. Mm -hmm. Don't... phone bomb me like giving you orders here we go she said those are requests you are making requests mm. that is not a boundary oh wow. and you. then she said this a boundary is when you say i am not going to engage with you while you talk to me with that level of, you know, that tone or that cadence. I will not keep d- keep talking to you. Uh, that is a boundary. That is something you control. You're informing them. I will not allow you to speak to me that way. I will not respond to that well. And I thought to myself, huh, what a nice little, like, it's just flip of a switch there. A little like let's not make requests. Let's set boundaries. And then after actually standing on them. Yeah. That's no the matter who. That's the, that's the
0: hardest part. That's the hardest part. My boyfriend does this to me all the time. What You're being a little too extra now. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this right now. And I'm like, <clears throat> mm. but I know that he's right. Mm. I know that I'm being extra. And it just, como que it bothers me that you don't want to engage, but at the same time, like, okay, I know. Okay. yeah,
1: Because you both love and respect one another yes. and want to make the relationship
0: work. And we both like... It's work. I, I always say relationships, and that goes for family, like not only um, romantic relationships, family, friends, everything. You have to understand, we hope, I think mostly in family and romantic relationships we expect like the other person to be the perfect version of what we want and like the same way you have flaws they have flaws too and you know the way I say is, um you know when you love your friend or you love your sister and they have things that they really annoy you and you hate well guess what your partner's gonna have it too and your mom or your tia or whatever they're gonna have it too you know, you just have to understand that that's one of those things that, you know, they have that you don't like, but you still love them and you still care. So when this happens, you don't have the time for this. Yeah, But you don't have to offend them also. You don't have to attack them because, you know, that bothers you or because they're being extra. They have, everyone has a right to have una pataleta. Como, how do you say? Una pata who? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Española what? <laughs> Una pataleta, like when you're a little kid, like ah, un berrinche. like ah. un <laughs> bejo.
1: I am confused. Do you speak Spanish or what? Uh, uh, listen, Europe. <laughs> uh, I'm not from Europe.
0: Uh, we say. What do you say when a little kid does like? Ah, mm. What do you call it? Un berrinche, una pataleta, un, eh, eh, no sé, un jodón. <laughs> no sé,
1: un, como, como, como que, no sé, I don't know, I guess.
0: Like a... Like a whining. Like a little scene of like... A mm, tantrum. A tantrum, I guess. You have the right to have your own little tantrums too, you know?
1: Yeah, and then you, others have the right not to respond to 100%, 100%. That's why, hey, aquí te quedas. Vanessa also said about forgiveness...
0: That's tougher because that requires a lot, on my opinion, that requires a lot of internal work. Hey, now,
1: my brothers and sisters in Christ. Forgiveness is an important tenet in our faith work. Mm. It should happen like a domino effect. And by should, I mean, you know, loving God should be easeful, right? Like the second it's not, if there's resistance... That needs to be examined. Like, what what's going on there within you? What What's there, right? And so I, I say that because it's a struggle. I'm not saying that because we all achieve it. It's very, very difficult, but mm. it's a part of our faith work. And uh, I, I seldom hear it being discussed among people in my generation. Like, if anything, I hear more on my timeline on on Twitter, it's more about avoiding forgiveness or... Forgiveness being like, you actually don't have to forgive everybody. I actually don't buy it, and I'm like, how how in love with your ego are you? How comforted by your ego are you? So much so that you would rather hold on to ese, ese, um, that resentment? You mm. know that that whatever you have, you'd rather hold on to it.
0: Also, is it the most familiar? Sorry. Sorry. Also, we forget forgiveness is for you it's not for the other person forgiveness is for you to be able to move along and carry on and i think to me when like when i have to find forgiveness it's i remember that me too i'm not perfect and me too i probably have hurt someone in the past without intentions or maybe with intentions i wanted to like i was so pissed off that i wanted to hurt them and that doesn't you know like that doesn't make me not deserve any good after that. You know what I mean?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. And You know what I just thought? You know what I just thought right now? The thing that really flipped the switch for me with forgiveness, I have wronged people and have also been wronged. Mm -hmm. For the people that have wronged me, for whatever reason, early on in my faith work, that's why forgiveness was rather easy, not, was easeful for me in my personal experience. And I know it's not the case for many others. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking, oh my gosh, he is probably not even thinking about me. Like, this is just a couple of years ago, just a couple of years ago. Mm. He is thinking about a Philly cheesesteak sandwich <laughs> while I'm over here seething still harping over it in the shower mm, a little bit.
0: Mm.
1: I'm not going to give him that. I'm not going to give him that. Mm. And after a, after a couple days of, I'm not going to give him that, I, for, I realized that I was no longer saying, I'm not going to give him that. It was more like, oh, I was giving him that. Mm. Oh. oh, okay. And de repente, from one day to another, it just stopped. Like, and that, that was my first bad at, oh my gosh, is this forgiveness? (laughs) You know, it, um, it, but it first started, it, 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 the resentment came from the ego, but it also kind of like ended with ego too, which was like, kind of like weird in this, I don't know, you guys, maybe, maybe I'm wording it wrong or articulating it, not in the best way, but it did start with, I don't want to give him any more. Hmm. I don't want him to to take any more than he
0: already has. This ends now. Exactly. Like, and also, there's a part of me that it's like, let's say someone did something really bad to you with the intention of hurting you. Well, then they are a shitty person. What do you want me to do? Like, bad for them, not for me. I know who I am. I know I have good intentions. I know I'm a good person. I don't want to be around bad people like that. So, well,
1: Clara, I have a question for you, and it doesn't really happen that often with me because, oh, this is another question. They asked me if I had to cut off friends as I became a Christian, and yes, the answer is yes. Um, the only secular non-believer friends that I have right now, like I said, they're all pretty principled people. Mm. So they may not be believers, but mm. they might as well be believers. You know, they they're very principled people. Mm. The only thing is they don't believe in the Holy Trinity or God. But like they, you know... Um, what do you do when you have friends who are, uh, doing, uh, what the Bible would call evil deeds or evil things? Like, let's just say they know that someone did them wrong. They want to wrong them and they're venting to you about it. How do you handle that?
0: Well, first of all, you know, I don't gossip. So... One thing for me is you venting about your feelings, and I'm going to listen, and I'm going to give you my opinion and my advice. But the moment it starts being about the other person, then I'll cut you out. Because now it's no longer about you healing. Now it's you just want to bitch about it. And I, that just drains my energy, and I just don't do that. Second, I, like... I just try to give my honest opinion. Like, I'll try to put myself on the other person's feet, see what they're feeling. Because, I mean, of course, there's a part of, um, we all want revenge when we're mad, you know. But that's, I I feel, as a friend, that's where you have to, okay, cool down, let it all out here. Tell me all that evil plan that you're going to do. So you just at peace now that you let it out. And now I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't do that.
1: You know, Wheezy hates when I say this, but I always say it's a Bible verse, pray for thy enemies. And she doesn't quite understand it yet. Or no, maybe it's not that she doesn't understand it. She she hates it when I say it. She doesn't like it. Right. But I've learned to... uh, This was another question. I don't know who said it, but I think it was one of the Instagrams. Sorry. (laughs) But I like... I literally... I will say, pray for thy enemy. And if they don't understand it, sometimes I don't... Sometimes it's... I, I do more good for the other person receiving that message by not elaborating. They'll get it they'll get it when they understand it. And another thing um I guess I'm going to be answering a bunch of crap right now because I read through the questions and this is this answers another question when someone asked about how do they get their friends and or their loved ones to read the text or they'll mm. be like hey you know like I've, I've been watching Bible stories since the summer and like, I got a lot of people watching in the summer uh, mm. or finding us in the summer and saying that they want their friends to find Christ or they want like to introduce the word to their friends or whatever. And they'll say, well, how do I do that? How do I get them to, how do I get them to, how do I get them to so many questions like that? And I'm telling you, the answer is you don't get them nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to convince others. You can't. You can't. You don't have this power. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Only one sovereign power has that power, and that's not you. What you can do is do you, live through you, and do it around them, right? Like, live your life honestly in front of them, because if they are your friend, then they love you the way you are. Mm -hmm. Pray before your meals without embarrassment, without reservation. Talk about the Lord without embarrassment, without reservations. If you need to synthesize information through Bible verses, do that.
0: Do that in front of them, but do not try and convince them of anything. That's not your job. And remember, any friend who doesn't respect you is not your friend. Mm. I'm a non-believer. You're a believer. We have a great relationship. Excellent. Because we both respect each other's point of view. You don't force me to pray before Mm -hmm. you eat, but I allow you to pray before you eat, and I'll wait for you and then start eating because it doesn't cost me a thing. You know what I mean? And I think the base of every relationship is respect
1: could you imagine if you didn't allow me like i will not
0: allow you to do this girl some people they don't That's respect crazy. like oh don't do this shit right now That's, can we just start oh, eating or like giving you a hard time like i mean if you are gonna take half an hour praying i'll be like okay brianna you get going and i'll catch you up in the you know but <laughs> a little prayer before eating doesn't hurt me to wait two more seconds. Well, that's you know? just
1: one example, right? Like it really is. It, it it it's bigger than that. But the the principle is still the same. It's not our job to convince others.
0: Perhaps. That's
1: the Lord's job. You know, you lead by example and you pray for them. That was my stomach. I didn't hear it. Oh my god! Please, you guys. My stomach is goggling. You're Smelling the nuggets. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Man, they had Chipotle at the office oh, today. S- My booty hole is
0: going.
1: (laughs) Anyways, next question. (laughs) Next question. Oh, my gosh. Jordan. Jordan, our girl Jordan. This is going to be a good one. What's she say? Yes. And also we have to wind down because it's already getting so late. And we have a couple of 44 minutes. Oh, Okay. Jordan is in Canada. She's in Ottawa, Canada, Ontario. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, so is Delisha. Canada really does rock with us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we got sick for presenting us out there. have sick, sick. Our boy Sick, who edits all of our clips. Shout out to Sick Salim Mm -hmm. on all socials. They're going through a really tough time right now, Canada. They are, yeah. Uh, I honestly, I didn't keep up with it up until Jordan hit me up with these questions. She was like, Please let us know what's, uh, what your thoughts are with what's going on with their truckers and stuff. Like, have you heard a little mm-hmm. bit of it? Like, apparently, uh, their prime minister, Justin Trudeau, enacted this uh, mandate that we had, which was, you know, the mask, and you have to show passport vaccinations, yada, yada, yada. But the truckers in Canada who handle all their trade, right, right? Hmm. Uh, protested, but they protested peacefully. And not only truckers, but a bunch of other civilians were protesting against mm-hmm. it. And they were also protesting like they want their kids to go back to schools. We need to go back to real life. We need to go back to normal. And again, I don't want this podcast to be super duper political or whatever. The only reason why I'm answering is because Jordan is a dear, dear Bible babe of mine. Mm-hmm. And she asked that we talk about it. I will not be talking about every issue on the planet. I just want to let what camera, you camera, you Big guys point. know that I will not be doing that list, letting you know. Um, but what I will say, I'll say these, I'll say this. Um, cause she says, uh, uh, what's your, what's, what are your thoughts on Canada? And then she said, what is New York like in terms of COVID? Oh, wow. Sorry. You guys were on a group chat and like, they were <laughs> I'm just scrolling through. Clara, we may have to like clip this, but, Jordan gave me a, uh, a quick little uh, uh, rundown, but she said, and I hope she's okay with me saying this, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say it, and if she isn't, I'll remove it later, but mm. I think she'll be okay with it. Basically, Ottawa had been going on a peaceful block party with people shoveling snow, giving food to the homeless for the past month, but they just got cleared out by military force on the weekend, gassing them, running people over with horses, beating them. This is the government. they brought out the military. Mm-hmm. She also said that uh, they just enacted this new like government emergency that has never in the history of Canada ever been enacted because of this. Mm-hmm. and she is saying that this has nothing to do with safety or the people. This is everything to do with a government trying to push something like it's not she said it's not sitting well it's not sitting right and by the way. Our girl is not even an anti vaxxer. Yeah. She's mm. not, she is fully vaxxed. This is beyond this. This is government overreach, is what they're arguing. Mm. Um, and I guess what am I t- what am I saying here? I don't know. I don't know, because I'm I'm not really pro government here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I've I don't know if anyone's caught on to this, but I'm not, if anything, I'm like, I don't, and I'm more suspicious of people who are super enthusiastic by the government, like, oh, oh, I'm like, ugh, unless it's local. Hmm. I'm okay with local government, maybe, because you do more, you see more, you see them working. But that other stuff, I just don't, they've, I've been, I'm a little skeptical, that's why I'm just in my word, I'm in my bag, in um,
0: in the house, know. just in case. And I'm in the house,
1: <laughs> but I'm also in the house, because I don't leave the house, because I'm an introvert. <laughs> And for those asking, no, I don't leave the house. What do I do for fun? Nothing.
0: <laughs> for, uh, for fun, I work. She caresses her kitty cat. Kitty cat, which sounds very bad, but we meant the actual animal. And we, we
1: know I don't do that. Okay, you're right. I don't, I don't do any of that. No, no caressing. Celibacy's going strong. I don't know if that's depression or uh, Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh. what is going on? But anyway. I have
0: questions though because What? Back just, to Canada. Yeah, to Canada because well, one we all know that the government bringing up the military has nothing to do with how peaceful the protesters were or not. This is uh what we were talking about ego. Like if you break it down, is ego. It's like I said this is what y'all going to do and now you're making too much noise peacefully. But you're la contraria. You're you're fighting me on this too much. And every it's, other and that's country. A bad look. Yeah, every other country in the world has installed this mandate and it just went through. Canada is
1: worse. Canada's the
0: worst with the lockdown. They're still on lockdown. Yes, they, because I mean, but that's what I'm saying, like they've suffered from a severe lockdown more than any other country in Europe or the United States. Um they like They've been accumulating this. And now this mandate, I I can understand that, like, again, I don't know, uh, you know, like, I don't know every case, but I would imagine, I know that you can be allergic to some like elements of the vaccine, but I'm assuming this happens in everywhere in the world. So I don't know how other countries have solved this situation. I don't know if you're allergic, whether if America lets you not have it or I I don't know. Pardon. No, no, go ahead.
1: No, I want to I wanna let you go, mama.
0: No, I just like, I don't know how this has been solved. And yes, I understand my opinion. Like, of course, if someone's allergic to it, I don't think they should be forced to get a vaccine. But at the same time, in New York City, you have to be fully vaccinated to work if you're interacting with other people. And yes, it sucks that you cannot, it, it sucks that we as humans are forced to get something. I didn't want to get it. I was, I was fine. I survived COVID. I was fine. You know, like I know a lot of people didn't, I didn't want to get it, but I had to. And it's not the end of the world either. Of, of course if I was allergic, it could be the end it's of the world. It's a flu shot. But I and I know that
1: some people are going to take issue with that, especially with like the. there's been a study saying that there've been there's something that came out where it was very 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 rare, but uh, I don't even
0: want to talk about it. I really don't even want to talk about think it. The thing they they came up with this um, like at the beginning fair enough, but now I think they just discovered a money maker. Because you imagine how much money you can make by forcing every single citizen in the world to get it. Thank you. And
1: also, let us let me take it a step further. And now
0: shoots and shoots and booster and booster I don't and booster. Like,
1: I don't like getting political. I really don't like getting political. But if I'm seeing a Pfizer commercial on my YouTube ad, that is weird. That is not normal. And I refuse to have like... These pro yay government. This is for all of us. Get vaxxed and boosted, and I'm triple boosted, and I'm so proud. Like enough, enough. Find God. Like I don't know what's going on there, but I like, like enough. enough. Find God. Just enough. Um, like there, the fact that there are these three competing corporate corporations selling us something. It's no different from Burger King and McDonald's and Wendy's. Like. one. Two, why is it profit? Why are they making profit? This should not be something that like one man or a company makes profit off of. I I don't understand that. I I mean, it still
0: costs money to produce. uh,
1: Yeah, and that should be covered. Like, I think that that should be like, that that shouldn't be something that we're promoting in this way. Like, it should be as, you know, we don't talk about certain whatever other shot. Like, we don't publicize it in that way. That's how we should be talking about uh,
0: yeah, but there are shots that are mandatory. Um do they get YouTube ads? Sorry? Do they get ads on you? Are they are they are they advertised
1: in this way? In oh, this flash. No, but that's like
0: I think that's is because it's new. And they just wanna pretend like they're convincing everyone to get the shot. Like, oh yeah, look, you know, it's weird, it. man. Don't it's weird, I don't right. like it.
1: By the way, I am vaxxed. Like yes, I'm, me
0: too. I'm I'm fully vaccinated. We're vaxed. But-
1: we're vaxed, people. I don't want to hear it. Um let us know in the comments what you think. Also, Jordan, I know. I would love to have
0: Jordan's opinion. Can we call her? What time is it in Canada?
1: Wait, actually, I would love to have her opinion. Jordan, I hope you answer. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call her. Next question. Uh oh, I wanted to answer this. What are some of your favorite movies that have a religious tie-in? And then what are some of your favorite movies outside of that? Hmm. Uh favorite movies religious tie-in. I had to really think about this and I, I thought hard. Uh there are two. What about two. Hmm. The first one is uh Jeremiah. The, it's a movie that's free on YouTube. It's so good. Uh it stars Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. And it's so accurate. Like I've never seen a Biblical book be so accurate by our own prophet Jeremiah. We're in Kings. We're currently in Kings. He wrote Kings. Mm. Great prophet. They call him the Weeping Prophet. Apparently, he cried like me.
0: Oh, I thought he weeped people's
1: eyes. Oh no, no, not whip. Weep. Oh, um, but it's okay, honey. um And then another one. Obviously, Passion of the Christ. We all see. Have you seen I that one? Passion of the
0: Christ. Don't know. But uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah.
1: That one, I, I watched that one as a non-believer and I was like, <sighs> shook. Huh? I had already knew, the, I, I knew the story of Jesus, uh, but that was very graphic and was like. Hey, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll wait and I'll watch it right after we do the, the episode on him.
1: Mama, every episode's about yeah, him. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Where's my where's my camera?
0: In the middle now. Yeah.
1: Every episode's about him.
0: I know, but you know what I mean though.
1: I love Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. The last one, there was one about um self-doubt that I really wanted to get to. Eda, e da, e Okay. Hey, I love your podcast. I have a random question. I've been trying to find a new job and I'm suffering from major imposter syndrome. Is there a Bible verse for motivation? Oh, that's a good one. And like, I'm trying to assume like imposter syndrome, we've all been through it. Have you been through it, Clara, imposter syndrome?
0: I was going to say, I think that was part of my advice. Who has not felt imposter syndrome?
1: I guess severely underachieving people that don't have the wherewithal to achieve.
0: um, Yeah, but the fact that most people have suffered from it should tell you that it's your brain tricking you and it's not actually 100% true?
1: Hmm. I know people that really haven't experienced imposter syndrome. I know too many. And I don't know if it's underachieving or over overachieving. I don't know. They're, or maybe it's they're not for, not for as, everybody. It's secure. But I don't know. everyone has experienced doubt. Doubt, for Self-doubt. Sure. Yeah. I feel like imposter syndrome is... I guess people are calling too many things to mean one thing, you know, like we're all diagnosing like everyone is a narcissist or, Mm. you know, imposter syndrome and self-doubt are definitely like different sensations. Mm. Imposter syndrome, the only way I can answer it biblically is by thinking about self-doubt because obviously imposter syndrome was not a thing in biblical times. But, um, hmm. I think Bible verses for like self-doubt. Okay. Anytime I'm feeling anxious or like the shoot, the, the those days that I didn't feel like I performed well, I felt like a terrible actor. I was like, oh my gosh, holy crap. What am I even doing? But the, and then when they say I did good, I'm like, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> um, I go to Psalms, the Psalms. Uh, we know David, King David wrote these at a time where he was escaping death. He was alone. He was just him his thoughts and god and uh more specifically psalm psalm 28 verses 7 to 8 the lord is my strength and my shield also psalm 139 let me i want to get that one fully that's
0: where y'all sound like lawyers when you do that
1: i've i should have been a lawyer
0: that is like some lawyer shit. Yeah, article this versus this does. It says if I could turn back time, I'd be a lawyer. Yeah. Or if I could turn back time. No, okay. <laughs> Psalm 139,
1: verses 13 to let me get this. Four, yeah, 13 to 14. Let me read. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works my soul knows it very well Ooh, that one's a good one that that one when I'm whenever I'm in a place of doubt like oh they're going to find out that I actually shouldn't have got this they're going to find out they're going to find out I actually don't know what I'm doing oh my god they're going to find out psalm 139 pulls me out of it because it I, I'm triggered to two two words two things The Lord knitted me in this way inside my mother's womb. He was carefully, he took his time with me. Every single little crevice, every little crack in my dermis was all intentional and and deliberate for this plan. Like he knitted me within my mother's womb. No, man. Where's your faith? Pray for more faith. Pray for more faith in that moment. And then the next, mor- and the next morning, pray for more faith again. Pray on that. Read the text. Read the Psalms. And just pray on the Psalms. Even if, like, it's blank. Even if you think nothing. Read it. Read it. And ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, please present yourself right now. Please, I'm feeling sensations of doubt, of fear, of worry. I'm not sure where I'm going to be in a month from now, two months from now. Like, what? Just pray on it and, like, keep ruminating on that, you know? And that's, it's as easy as that. It literally is that. It, all it takes is for you to do it. You just got to do it. Oh my gosh, you guys. We had someone uh, DM us. Um, it, it seemed like a proper letter. Like a letter, like a, like a dear Brianda. Wait, hold on. Clara, minute mark this. Please. Do you guys know, Clara, I don't know if they played this in España. But there's this show by Amanda Bynes called um, uh, The Amanda Show. And it was, uh, there was a, a sketch, it was a comedy. And there was a sketch called um, Ask Ashley. Come on, on sketch in the show. Mm-hmm. And it was still Amanda Bynes, but she was playing a a, a character named Ashley. And every single time... She would read the every single time she would read a letter, she would start with she would say, um, "Dear Ashley, that's me." <laughs> I feel like it's like,
0: "Dear Brianda, that's me." No, you gotta do, "Dear Brianda, Brianda."
1: Oh, okay, Wait, okay, hit my camera. <clears throat> I'll walk into. It. I'll I'll walk into it. Dear Brianda, that.
0: Brianda <laughs> that right? Do it again.
1: Okay. <clears throat> one more time. Take two. <clears throat> Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Brianda. One more time. <laughs> I don't know why I went to you. Okay. Dear Brianda... That's Brianda. <laughs> okay. Hey, Brianda. Oh, and he also put Brianda. Oh! <laughs> That's a real fan. Okay. Hey, Brianda. Mm. I have been meaning to ask you this. I love the show. Happy to be a part of the Bible Babe community. Been listening since the summertime because of horrible decisions, but you've quickly replaced other shows I've been listening to. <laughs> I'm a 25-year-old black man from Mississippi, was raised in the church all my life, but left after I graduated high school. But since listening to your show and Elevation Church virtually, shout out Elevation Church, I really want to tap back into God. It feels like he keeps calling me. I've been dating a woman, a white woman, for the last three years, and I love her. She's been dropping hints about marriage. The first year, my mom wasn't really into the interracial thing, but she got over that with time. The one thing she doesn't know about is that my girl doesn't believe in God. I don't know if my mom going to get over that. How do I get my girl to believe in God? Is that a wild question? Keep up the good work. Okay, brother. All right. But let's look at the data. This is the data we have. They've been dating for three years. He loves her. They're talking about marriage. The mom already had a little issue with the the race. She got over it. What I will say is, um I've I've heard of that from like other my black friends, like that sometimes their moms, especially my black men friends, like their moms are they very territorial over their babies, right? Like, and I'm happy that she got over that, that hump. What I also will say is that you're from the South too. So like religion and a relationship with God is another level. It's like the way Hasidic Jews are up here in the North, like up here in New York, they keep it in the family. It's like a religious mm. thing, you know? Um, you said, how do I get... There are a couple of things. You ended it with, how do I get my girl to believe in God? We just we just answered this a couple of, a couple of moments ago. ago. Mm. Yeah. You don't get anyone to, to do anything like that. That's not your job. That's not your responsibility. And you love your girl. And if you love someone, you meet them where they are. Of course, of course, that should not stop. Where am I? Where, where is my camera? Wide. That should not stop you from pursuing your individual relationship with God. Keep that up. Don't be influenced by by anyone else around you you know, especially when it deviates from your plan, for sure not. Just keep praying on it. And you should ask the Lord what to do. Like while you're ruminate, like ruminating on it, pray on it. Ask the Lord for more answers, for more guidance, to remove any distraction from your mom, even from your girl. Like first, let's figure out what's going on with you. You know, work on your relationship with the Lord. Get Make sure you get your devotionals up. Make sure you're reading your one chapter a day, you know what I'm saying? like get right with you. The rest will fall into place. You'll find those answers, those answers will be hitting you like cement bricks every day the second you start doing your own thing Clara and Clara, Clara, can we say you're in an interracial you we've said yeah, yeah. it before What's you're in an interracial relationship mm-hmm. did you ever have to deal with like a mom being like?
0: Who's I, I've had to in the past, not in this relationship. Okay. Thank I'm grateful for the Thank family God. of my um, boyfriend because they're like the best. But um, in the past, yeah, I did. But um, did the mom give you an attitude or something? The father. They didn't mm. want me at all. Yeah, but it went it went deeper than Wait, that. Wait, where was your ex from? Senegal. Okay. But it's like you know. Well, I don't know if you know, but in. In that part of Africa, there's, like, a lot of, um, like, groups that are not divided by country, like, nationality. They have their own traditions, their own, like, food, they have their own this and this and that. So, it, w- it went beyond that because it wasn't even that I was white. It was more so he had to marry someone that had the same, like, came from the same group under his father's a eyes. Like, tribe? He, kind of, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it went be, but. Like this um, listener, they also got over it and they learned to love me because, hello, respect. Mm. If you respect people, give people a chance, get to know them. They'll always like get over it. I think a lot of um, parents also, like you said, especially mothers. Mothers tend to be overprotective of their babies, their their sons, mm-hmm. regardless of what skin color i think that's a all family's thing like mom is you're my baby and now another woman is coming taking you away from me it doesn't have to be like that and if you give a chance to to the partner of of your son you know it doesn't have to be that the thing that concerned me more was the part of how do i get her to believe in god again respect you met her being a non-believer even if she was a believer and she decided she wanted to transition like we all have our journey in life um we should respect others journeys if it's not your path sometimes it's you know it's painful but um respect you do have to think though if you're planning on having a future with that person how important is religion for you and for that future Because if it's really a, a piler, then maybe... That's why I said he's got to get and again, he into- shouldn't force anyone for anything, you know, in a relationship. And it shouldn't have to
1: be forced. Love is not forced. Love no. is easeful, mm. right?
0: Which I'm sure, like, he comes from a place of love. Like, he's just trying to figure out a conflict that he has internally right now. It's right. like, I love this girl to death. Well, I mean, I love this girl a lot. <laughs> and... um, Ideally, you know, if she blended in with my traditional uh, point of view of family or my this and this and that, it would just be easier for me. But I can,
1: I'm trying to think about it. I don't know how I could work. Okay, wait, we answered your question. This is a no, not your question. Okay, we're not, this is not directed towards you. But the Bible tells us, man, the Bible tells us we should be with those who are equally yoked. Like it's it's tough how can you start a family with someone who doesn't believe in god when you do how are you going to raise your children many people do
0: it many people do it these things that they're successful with it. i think it depends on how like what level of importance god has to you like not god like no 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 not god let me rephrase that religion like um raising your children in religion because the way i see it if it was me give the children a choice Teach them, mommy believes in this and daddy believes in that. And let them grow with both versions and let them choose whenever they get older. Mm. Like, I don't see why religion has to be divisive. Ah,
1: I know what it is. It's because I want my children to be Christian. Because
0: that's what I'm saying. Because for you, that's a piler. That's a no-no. The same way that you would not date someone outside your religion or a non-believer because that for you is a must the same way that for me something else is a must. Like I could never be with someone that doesn't make me laugh, period. Maybe you could imagine that times a thousand. That's what I'm saying. But like, we all have things that are non-negotiable, Yeah. you know, but that's why he has to figure out, okay, how do you picture your family? Do you yeah. want to uh, raise your children on, on on the religion? Or, you know, because it is doable. You can, like, the same way that you teach that mom and dad are not the same in other things. Like, oh, daddy handles things this way because, you know, that's the way his feelings come out. And that's the way, I don't know, he handles, he's more logical or he's more this and, this and that. And mommy handles these things that way. That's why we, oh, we all, when we're children, we know who we're going to go for what. Because, you know, how, you know, one deals yeah. with one. Same thing with religion. Mm. When you ask me, how do you deal when when you when you have anxiety? How do you deal with it? Well, same way. Mommy deals with it like this. Daddy deal with, deals with it like that. And let them choose.
1: High tangy. That oh, was our first high tangy of the day. <laughs> you know, um, David, shout out David, he's a patron. And he's so great. And Hova is really great at it, too. There are some people who are just so, like their gift really is to pray over people and to be, you know, leaders of the church in like leaders of fellowship. It's wonderful to see. I don't know if that's my story because I'm such a I don't even know. Self indulgent, like I know my flaws. <laughs> like I'm, I'm an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? I'm an entertainment baby. <laughs> no, but I, I'm a, I'm a Christian first. But hearing Dave, sometimes David leaves me um, voice notes, prayers, and it's they're so sweet, and they literally make me feel so like almost at peace. Like it almost feels like Bob Ross painting, but like from audio, and it feels so nice. And I was thinking like. And him and Hova and anyone like even when my mom prays on me, it feels so it makes me feel so safe. Could you imagine when the person that you're in love with, someone that makes makes you feel like you're a little girl, you're like you love them so much. When you see them walking, it feels like they're
0: floating. Like that kind of love. Imagine that person praying over you. That's your love language too. Because if they were praying over me, I'd be like, okay, I appreciate it. Because I know that's Mm -hmm. what you do uh, to show love, you know. And that's, like, something that for you is, like, it's going to bring, like, under, not for you, but, like, under your understanding, this is going to bring good to me. And that's what you want. So, of course, I appreciate that. But I'm not going to feel it the same way that you're going to feel it.
1: No, well, of course. You know what I mean? Like, my my love's got to be a Christian man. That's what I'm saying.
0: That for you is, like, the ultimate experience.
1: Oh, it's the pen. It's the, Oh my goodness. The Holy spirit, because we know that the Holy spirit did this. And if he's fine enough, enough, let me end this podcast right now. Because (laughs) if you're fine, if you're fine and you're praying over me and our future family, like enough. Oh my God, before we give birth,
0: praying in the room
1: <gasps> oh my
0: i think you're forgetting about the pain that you're going through right now
1: there ain't no pain girl i know pain with the lord ain't no pain with the, uh, no with with the, the pedural too <laughs> epidural, epidural. <laughs> like let me get a let me get a prayer and an epidural <laughs> um anyways uh that's our i don't know how many questions we answered i think we answered enough mm-hmm. but also we just like talked a whole lot. Thank you guys for being so patient. Next week we're back to stories and then we'll have a guest for next month for sure. Got you on the guest. Uh, yeah, we just need an easy day today. And February yeah. is your
0: month, so. Yeah, and it's technically my birthday month. Yeah, so let's make it about you and the show. Why not? Yeah. We are our own guests today. Yeah,
1: exactly. How about that? I know. And I can't wait till we're on TV, guys. We're going to take this to TV, I'm sure. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, anyways, um, see you next week. We love you. Hope you liked this episode. And if you didn't, why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, peace. Love you. Bye. God bless. Bye. Bye.